everybody and welcome back to another episode of Reading Harry Potter with an 11 year old. Um, welcome back and hello if you're new. Today we'll be reading Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Chapter 14, Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. This is one of my least favourite chapters because I'm actually not sure. I've heard it so many times and it's just a sort of depressing time for Harry. Anyway, um... I would like to thank another listener who sent in another voice message. Um, thank you for all your support. And, of course, if you want to send in a voice message, it that's in the description of this podcast episode. So, let's get started. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, don't forget to follow me on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And um, share this with your friends and family if they enjoy listening to Harry Potter. Let's listen to the voice message and let's get started. Hey there, I'm a listener of your podcast, Reading Harry Potter with an 11-year-old, and I love it. <laughs> I'm a, I am 13 and I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I'm so glad that you made this podcast. I just love Harry Potter so much and I just, I like listening to it, but like the library that I get it from, it's usually like takes a couple of weeks to get it and then I can't listen to it for a while so then I can just listen to yours anytime <laughs> uh, I do have a question for you so I wondered if you're going to do all the books or if you're just doing the first one or like a certain number but I think it would be great if you did all the books because I love them so much um, I just want to say that thanks for doing what you're doing and just keep going on <laughs> alright thanks Thank you, Chloe, for that voice message. I really do appreciate it. Now, your question, I will be doing all seven books um, because I love Harry Potter and you love Harry Potter and everyone who listens to this podcast loves Harry Potter. So I will be continuing this podcast um, uh, until I finish all seven books. And spoiler alert, I may be setting up a second podcast just called Reading Harry Potter with... um Not Reading Harry Potter. Just Reading with an 11-year-old. I won't be starting it yet. I might be starting it throughout the fourth or fifth book, maybe. Um, but, spoiler alert, those are my plans. So, anyway, let's get started. Chapter 14. Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Quirrell, however, must have been braver than they thought. In the weeks that followed, he did seem to be de- Quirrell, however, must have been braver than they'd thought. In the weeks that followed, he did seem to be getting paler and thinner, but it didn't look as though he'd cracked yet. Every time they passed the third floor corridor, Harry, Ron and Hermione would press their ears to the door to check that Fluffy was still growling inside. Snape was sweeping about in his usual bad temper, which meant which meant that the stone was still safe. Whenever Harry passed Quirrell these days, he gave him an encouraging sort of smile, and Ron had started telling people off for laughing at Quirrell's stutter. Hermione, however, had more on her mind than the Philosopher's Stone. She had started drawing up revision timetables and colour-coding all of her notes. Harry and Ron wouldn't have minded, um, but she kept nagging them to do the same. Hermione... The exams are ages away. Ten weeks, Hermione snapped. That's not ages, that's like a second to Nicholas Flamel. But we're not 600 years old, Ron reminded her. Anyway, 
What are you revising for? You already know it all. What am I revising for? Are you mad? You realize we need to get past these exams to get into the second year. They're very important. I should have started studying a month ago. I don't know what got into me. Unfortunately, the teachers seemed to be thinking along the same lines as Hermione. They piled so much homework on them that the Easter holidays were nearly as much fun as the Christmas ones. It was hard to relax with Hermione next to you reciting the 12 uses of dragon's blood or practicing wand movements. Moaning and yawning, Harry and Ron spent most of their free time in the library with her, trying to get through all their extra work. I'll never remember this, Ron burst out one afternoon, throwing down his quill and looking longingly out the library window. It was the first really fine day they'd had in months. The sky was a clear forget-me-not blue, and there was a feeling in the air of summer coming. Harry, who was looking up Dittany in the 1,000 magical herbs and fungi, didn't look up until he heard Ron say, Hagrid, what are you doing in the library? Hagrid shuffled into view, hiding something behind his back. He looked very out of place in his moleskin overcoat. Just looking, he said, in a shifty voice that got their interest at once. And what are you lot up to? He, sudden, he looked suddenly suspicious. You're still not looking for Nicholas for Mel, are ya? Oh, we found like we found out who he was ages ago, said Ron impressively. And we know what that dog's guarding. It's a philosopher's st- Shh! Hagrid looked quickly to see if anyone was listening. Don't go shouting about it. What's the matter with you? There were a few things we wanted to ask about. I ask you, as a matter of fact, said Harry, about what's guarding the stone apart from Fluffy. Shh, said Haggard again. Listen, come and see me later. I'm not promising I'll tell you anything, mind, but don't go rabbiting about it in here. Students aren't supposed to know. They'll think I've told you. See you later, then, said Harry. Haggard shuffled off. What do you think he was hiding behind his back? said Hermione thoughtfully. Do you think it had anything to do with the stone? I'm going to see what section he was in, said Ron, who had had enough of working. He came back a minute later with a pile of books in his arms and slammed them down on the table. Dragons, he whispered. Hagrid was looking up stuff about dragons. Look at these. Dragon species of Great Britain and Ireland from egg to inferno. A dragon keeper's guide. A dragon keeper's guide. Hagrid's always wanted a dragon. He told me the first time I ever met him," said Harry. "But it's against our laws," said Ron. "Dragon breeding was outlawed by the Warlocks Convention of 1709. Everyone knows that. It's hard to stop the Muggles noticing if we're keeping dragons in the back garden. And anyway, you can't even tame dragons. It's dangerous." You should see the burns Charlie's got off the wild ones in Romania. But there aren't wild dragons in Britain, said Harry. Of course they are, said Ron. Common Welsh green and um, Herbridian blacks. The Ministry of Magic has a job hushing them up, I can tell you. Our lot have to keep putting spells on muggles who've spotted them to make them forget. So what on earth is Hagrid up to? said Hermione. 
When they knocked on the door of the gamekeeper's hut an hour later, they were surprised to see that all the curtains were closed. Hagrid called, Who is it? before he let them in and quickly shut the door behind them. It was stifling hot inside. Even though it was such a warm day, there was a blazing fire in the grate. Hagrid made them tea and offered them some stoic sandwiches, which they refused. So, you wanted to ask me something? Yes, said Harry. There was no point beating the bush. We were wondering if you could tell us what's guarding the Philosopher's Stone apart from Fluffy. Hagrid frowned at him. Of course I can't, he said. Number one, I don't know myself. Number two, you um, you know too much already, so I want to tell you if I could. That stone's here for a good reason. It was almost stolen out of Gringotts. I suppose you've worked that out and all. Beats me how you even know about Fluffy. Oh, come on, Hagrid. You might not want to tell us, but you do know everything that goes on around here, said Hermione in a warm, flattering voice. Hagrid's beard twitched, and they could tell he was smiling. We only wondered who'd done the guarding, really, Hermione went on. We wondered who Dumbledore had trusted enough to help him, apart from you. Hagrid's chest swelled at these last words. Harry and Ron beamed at Hermione. Well, don't suppose he could hurt to tell ya. Let's see. He borrowed Fluffy from me, then uh, some of the teachers did enchantments. Uh, Professor Sprout, Professor Flitwick, Professor McGonagall. He ticked them off his fingers. Professor Quirrell. Um, and Dumbledore himself did something, of course. Hang on, I've forgotten someone. Oh, yeah, Professor Snape. Snape? Yeah, you're not on about that, are you? Look, Snape helped protect the stone. He's not about to steal it. Harry knew Ron and Hermione were thinking the same as he was. If Snape had been in on protecting the stone, it must have been easier to find out how the other teachers had guarded it. He probably knew everything, except, it seemed, Quirrell's spell and how to get past Fluffy. You're the only one who knows how to get past Fluffy, aren't you, Hagrid? said Harry anxiously. And you wouldn't tell anyone, not even any of the teachers? Not a soul knows except me and Dumbledore, said Hagrid proudly. Well, that's something... Harry muttered to the others. Hagrid, can we have a window open? I'm boiling. Can't, Harry, sorry, said Hagrid. Harry noticed him, glanced at the fire. Harry looked at it too. Hagrid, what's that? Um. But he already knew what it was. In the very heart of the fire, underneath the kettle, was a huge black egg. Ah, said Hagrid, fiddling nervously with his beard. That's, uh, where did you get it, Hagrid, said Ron, crouching over the fire to get a closer look at the egg. It must have cost you a fortune. Won it, said Hagrid. Um, last night, I was down in the village, having a few drinks, and got into a game of cards with a stranger. I think he was quite glad to get rid of it, to be honest. But what are you going to do with it when it hatches, said Hermione. Well, I've been doing some reading, said Hagrid, pulling out a large book from under his pillow. Got this out of the library. Dragon breeding for pleasure and profit. It's a bit out of date, of course, but it's all in here. Keep the egg in fire, because their mothers breathe on them, see. 
And when it hatches, feed um feed on a bucket of brandy mixed with chicken blood every half hour. And see here, how to recognize different eggs. I what I got is there is the Norwegian Ridgeback. They're very rare them. He looked very pleased with himself, but Hermione didn't. You live in a wooden house, Hagrid, she said. But Hagrid wasn't listening. He 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 was humming merrily as he stoked the fire. So now they had something else to worry about. What might happen to Hagrid if anyone found out that he was he was hiding an illegal dragon in his hut? Wonder what it's like to have a peaceful life, Ron sighed. As evening after evening they struggled through all the homework that they were getting. Hermione had started making revision timetables for Harry and Ron, and it was driving them mad. Then, one breakfast time, Hedwig brought um Hagrid <clears throat> Hedwig brought another note from Hagrid. He had only written two words It's hatching. Ron wanted to skip herbology and go straight down to the hut, but Hermione wouldn't hear of it. Hermione, how many times in our lives are we going to see a dragon hatching? We've got lessons. We'll get into trouble, and that's nothing to what Hagrid's going to get, going to be in when someone finds out what he's doing. Shut up, Harry whispered. Malfoy was only a few feet away, and he had stopped dead to listen. How much had he heard? Harry didn't like the look on Malfoy's face at all. Ron and Hermione argued all the way to Herbology, and in the end, Hermione had agreed to run down to Hagrid's with the other two when morning, um, during morning break. When the bell sounded from the castle, from the castle at the end of their lesson, the three of them dropped their trousers and at once hurried through the grounds of the edge to the forest through the grounds to the edge of the forest. Hagrid greeted them, looking flushed and excited. It's nearly out. He ushered them inside. The egg was lying on the table. There were deep cracks inside it. Something was moving inside. There was a funny clicking noise coming from it. They all drew chairs up onto the table and watched with bated breath. At once, there was a scraping noise, and the egg split open. A baby dragon flopped onto the table. It wasn't exactly pretty. Harry thought it looked like a crumpled black umbrella. Its spiny wings were um, were huge compared to its skinny jet body, and it had a long snout with wide nostrils, stubs of horns and bulging orange eyes. It sneezed. A couple of sparks flew out of its snout. Isn't he beautiful? Hagrid murmured. He reached out a hand to stroke um to stroke the dragon's head. It snapped, pointing um its uh believe to stroke. He reached out a hand to stroke at the dragon's head. It snapped at his fingers, showing him pointed fangs. Bless him, he knows his mummy," said Hagrid. Hagrid, Hermione," said Hermione. How fast um, do Norwegian Ridgebacks grow exactly? Hagrid was about to answer when all the colour in his face suddenly drained from it. He leapt to his feet and ran to the window. What's the matter? Someone was looking. Um, someone was looking through the gap in the curtains. It's a kid. 
He's running back up to the school. Harry bolted to the door and looked out. Even at a distance, there was no mistaking it. Malfoy had seen the dragon. So that's going to be the end of today's episode. Um, as I said in my last um, podcast episode, um, I won't be posting for a while because um, I'm on holidays, so I'm going to be going to a few places, but I will try and post as much as I can. I really hope you enjoyed this video um, episode, and do make sure to follow me on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Share um, this with your friends and family, and if you want to send in a voice message, that is in the description below this podcast episode, and all my other episodes too. So if you're listening to another episode and say, hey, I want to send in a voice message, just go to that um Uh, description and you'll find it anyway that's it um have a nice day bye